Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All that money in one night. 30 all right, back here, Burgundy Gold today. Team 990 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We'll get back to calls, the tweets, all of it uh, coming up in a bit, final hour. But right now, let's jump in. Ron Rivera, just a little while ago, wrapping it up from the podium uh, at the uh, commander after the commander's practice. Let's see what he had to say about who's available, who's not, and getting ready for the New York Football Giants. Ron, what's the plan for Carson this week? Will he be able to? Would he be the backup? This week? Well, we're going to continue to evaluate and go through some things. You know, we've got some personnel issues and everything that we've got to kind of sort through. So, really, won't make any decisions till Friday on on guys. With with Taylor, are there some throws that he's making, even if it's just like a subtle throw, a ten yard pass, that are different than what he was ma- doing last year, just because of the familiarity in the offense? I, I believe so. I mean, you look at some of the decisions he make. They're making. He's making some quicker decisions. He's getting the ball out of his hands, um, you know, and, and he's not taking the sacks and the hits that he's t- he took last year. Um, so you see, he's playing a, a smarter, quicker game, uh, which has been to the, to his benefit and and to ours as well. You guys have weathered some injuries there in the secondary. What's been working so well for that unit and, and what's been behind their success? Well, I think they've done a really nice job with the development of our young guys. You know, really, I, I think Chris and Richard and, and Coach Wieselmeyer and, and, and Christian um, have all really just kind of worked with that group. And, and you start seeing the growth and development of the young guys. Um, you know, playing Christian Holmes was, was really a, um, a decision that, you know, here's a young guy that's got some potential, has got the kind of size you look for in a corner, and you know, he, had a, he had a pretty decent day, so, you know, we felt pretty good about that, and we've got some other guys that, you know, deserve opportunities, and it's all about their growth and development. A couple of those guys were, were drafted last year and maybe didn't make as much of an impact as you might have liked last year, but have, have bloomed into it. Does that speak to the developmental process you've got going? Absolutely. I, I think that's a big part of it is that, you know, is, is a lot of those guys, you know, practiced a lot last year. And, you know, Defoe started injured. Um, I don't know if you remember, but last year he was on the, uh, the injury report, I think the first four or five weeks. And then he came out and really made an impact on special teams. And one thing that, you know, in, in, in talking, you know, with, with, with Marty Herney and, and, and uh, Eric Stokes, you know, is that if you watch a guy on special teams, a young player, and you see some, some things that they do, uh, a lot of that translates. 
you know, to to uh, what they're going to do on um, if they get their opportunity. You know, last year Deami Brown did some really good things on special teams at the end of the year, and we started talking about his growth and development. Well, it was one of those things we saw because the special teams told us that this this young man's got a chance. Well, Defoe was the same way. You saw his aggressive nature, the way he hustled, the way he took charge of the special teams, um, and and stepped up. And and you see that um, in both Christian and Percy as two young DBs that are out there and they're playing gunners and and, and they're they're tough blocks. And when you see that with guys, that that's a pretty good thing, pretty good deal. Ron, did um, playing Atlanta last week and playing Mariota give you a, kind of a good scout for this week? I think so. I mean, when you watch some of the stuff that they do with, with, with Daniel Jones and, and knowing some of the things that, that he's done in his past against us, I, I think it really does help us. Um, you know, I will say one of the things that I, I was real appreciative last week is really the adjustments we made going into the second half. I thought Jack and the staff did a nice job adjusting to, to the way they were playing uh, with Marcus, um, you know, especially in that, that, that last drive when we eventually did get the turnover. There were a couple times when you know they tried to run quarterback keeps and we were all over it. Um, and I think that's important you know, because it will carry over to this week. How much more difficult is the assignment when they've got Barkley back there as opposed to other backs? Well, I will say this. you know, The back we faced – um, in Atlanta is a pretty good example, so it, it really is. But 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 I do I I don't disagree with you. Saquon is really a special football player. He really is, um, and he is back 100. percent I know last year he, he was getting back to form, and you could see it. This year he's back, and and so we have to account for him as well. So we've just got to make sure that you know if if we're paying attention to quarterback on one aspect, the other side of it has to pay attention to their to their responsibilities, and that's really what it comes down to is is we do our responsibilities. With that Giants running game, it was so successful earlier in the year and, and maybe not the last couple of weeks. What is it? What do defenses need to do to contain that running game from Saquon Jones, the entire running game the Giants have? <laughs> they do their responsibilities. I'm not going to get into game plan stuff. Taylor not taking the hits and, and such. There were occasions where it looked like he may have been able to take off and run and maybe decided to throw the ball away or try to make a throw. Is that something you're noticing as kind of a development in, in, in his game? A little more maturity. You know, uh, again, every now and then when he does throw a high-risk pass, you know, that's exactly what it is. And with the high-risk, though, does come big rewards. Um, and he's, he's done that a couple times. And, and again, you want to see him limit those things and control that, um, you know, and, and, and really just take what's given. I feel like every year the turf versus grass debate is mm-hmm. revived in some fashion. Um, do you have an opinion on it? And as for Chase Young playing at MetLife, mm-hmm. if he's – available Does well it that won't yeah if he's available that, that that's not going to be a okay. concern but you know the thing about about the turf and i think the thing people got to understand is you know the the all the turfs are different they, they really are there, there are some that you know as far as the grass are concerned some are are are, are, are sand based some are, are long roots some are short rooted and so they're all going to react differently and you've just got to understand that but big part of it too is wearing the right shoes you know making sure that you know there's a guy that tells the players that based on their size, based on their position and their weight, this is the type of shoe they should wear for that type of surface. And so, you know, you would hope guys kind of follow that. Um, That's one thing that could help limit some of those things uh, that happen. Um, I do know MetLife is a little different type turf and and it's a little softer. So um, the shoe reacts a little differently. And, And so, again, wearing the right equipment is important. Guy like within the equipment staff or 
No, it's it's each. I mean, each guy has to understand it for oh, their gotcha. foot. Okay. I mean, they. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, have yeah. to understand what they're wearing on on that surface and how that reacts to them. I mean, that that's a little more science than I'm used to. <laughs> um, you know, back in our day, we we just wore big, heavy, clunky shoes. As far as coaching, do you make any adjustments when you're going on turf first grass? Well, one thing we try to do is at least get inside once, just so our guys get used to it. Um, and get a little, little bit of feel for, for, for being on turf as opposed to grass. Um, you know, on the, the grass is a different type surface. It's not as fast as being on the turf. Um, so you want to at least create some opportunity so they get a feel for running on it because it does change the timing a little bit. We talked about um, the personnel and maybe the familiarity helping you guys with the run game. Is there anything to maybe identifying and be able to hone in on the concepts maybe that have, have worked for you guys? I think that's you know one of the things that we do look at is is you know and and, and listening to the Scott and the and, and, and the offensive coaches game plan is you know trying to determine what concepts best for their style of defense you know what type of front are they playing and what type of coverage do they match with those fronts um, and what personnel groupings they're in you know because of the different personnel groupings you're going to know that you know if they're playing with five bigs that their run fits are going to be a little bit differently if they're playing with four. Uh, a four-man front, it's a little different. And then the coverages that they're playing, how many times are they going to try and get that extra guy in the box? How many times are they going to you know, try and stop you with just six in the box or seven in the box, depending on what personnel grouping you're out, you're out in? And that's going to dictate what concepts you're going to want to use, whether it's a gap scheme, whether it's a zone, you know, something like that, pin and pull, whatever you wanted it to be, it has to match up to what they're doing. 12 and 13 the last couple weeks is that is that a matchup thing is that a you guys maybe finding more of the identity thing what do you attribute that to I think that's a little bit to do with the identity thing you know knowing that we want to run the ball and be physical with it um you know but but we have had some success with our 11 personnel as well would 1985 Ron Rivera be surprised at present day Ron Rivera kind of replacing Cole Holcomb safeties and having Bobby McCain play down the box or or is this kind of a evolution of football maybe you expected back then uh, I think it's a little bit of the evolution of football I mean I would be surprised as heck um back in the day but you know with the way things are evolving and changing you have to adapt I mean the, the thing that that that's really interesting is we were one of the first teams to do it in Carolina I'm bringing that up again um but we did it with a linebacker Shaq Thompson who we we moved to the nickel position because coming out of Washington he had played running back at one time, and he had played safety. So we knew he had a really good skill set, and so we were able to match that. But finding a guy like him at the linebacking position is hard. So then you got to find you know a safety that can come down. When you got guys like uh, like Cam that that understand, you know he's a big body, he gets it, he can come down and play it. And then you take a guy like Bobby and go, well, Bobby's a little bit smaller, but Bobby's a very physical player. Um, and he understands run fits as well, and he's a, he's a dynamic player that knows how to fit. That makes a difference. And so you can do that with those kinds of guys um, and be able to, to, to hold up. And, I, and, and quite honestly, it, it doesn't hurt having the, the, the defensive line playing the way they are right now too. Cam's intelligence this is something that's brought up all the time. What, is there an area of the game you see that most pop up? Um, no, I just think it's it's kind of – it just kind of covers it all. I mean, he's a very bright young man, and he gets it. He understands concepts. He sees things, you know, that, that it may take a, another guy a second or two to, to register and then, you know, dissect it and then react to it. I mean, he's, he, he's a guy that's got a good feel for the game. He really does. Evolution and stuff. Has your 
thought of your, your opinion changed on like the importance of interior rush as you've coached more versus is it harder to find that versus the edge and I guess determining whether to pay guys to yeah. with Duran situation well um you know you you're I mean for me personally it, it, you know I've always had that 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 feel that the interior guys are very important um you know when I got the opportunity to play back in the day and I had to move to metal when Mike Singletary got hurt um you know, playing in front, you know, playing behind Dan Hampton and, and, and William Perry and, and Steve McMichael, that was a treat. I mean, you know, those three guys, they, they took up a lot of space and all I really had to do was run and not miss tackles. Um, so I've always felt that tackles are important. Um, kind of philosophy I had at, at my last place, you know, with the two guys that we had, K1 Short and, and Star Lutalele, two guys that allowed, you know, Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley to run. I mean, that's what you want is your, your linebackers can, can get on their horse and go make plays for you. Um, and then when it came to pass rush, they get that middle push so it's hard for the quarterback to step up. And when you get to that situation, now that's where your ends really come into play. And then uh, switching gears with Jahan Dotson, his volume has been down since returning from the injury. Is that just a physical thing or is that – not having the reps with Heineke, what are you kind of seeing there? I, I, no, I think a lot of that has to do with what we're doing. Um, you know, it was mentioned that you know we're playing a little bit more 12 and 13 personnel, um, and that's by design. So it's going to cut some of those opportunities for Jahan. Um, he's still important and very integral into, into what we're doing, and he's you know he's developing and he's growing, and we all know he's he's got the potential to be a very very good player for us. And it's just a matter of time before you see him start getting some more opportunities. Oh, very much so. We we know you know how dynamic he is. We've just got to make sure we got opportunities to get the ball to him. We take advantage of those. And coach, it sounds like every almost every week we're talking about another rookie stepping up and contributing, and even some of the second year guys. Is there a kind of a common thread that you can put your finger on, whether it's a characteristic or a personality trait that kind of matches all those guys and what you're looking for? Well, I think big part has to do with with their learning. I mean, you know, kudos to our scouting department. You know, the last few years. Uh, the guys that we've brought in, smart, bright football players, guys that get it and understand it, um, and guys that will get on the field a lot sooner. And, and, and so far we've been able to do that. Um, and so kudos to them. I, I think them going out on the road and spending time and, and, and taking the opportunity to, to, to visit with their coaches, their, their, their counselors, whoever they can talk with to try and get as much information about how quickly they learn, um, that helps us. And, and, again, being able to do that. Secondly, I think our coaches' willingness to play young guys, put young guys out on the field. I mean, if you can get young guys early in their career and get them on the field, that, that helps impact your salary cap. You know, now you can play young guys, and, you know, it, it kind of changes the way you build your, your, your roster. Um, and the more young guys, more of your self guys, your own guys that you draft that you can keep and put on the field, I think that helps as well. So we've got to be really good, be really diligent with making sure we get guys that do understand I learn quickly, um, don't have to get a lot of reps, have some position flex that we can move them around and put them in different positions. Um, that helps a lot. It really does. Thanks, Coach. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. All right, Ron Rivera today after practice. You know, again, not giving a whole lot of uh, secrets away on uh, whether or not Gwentz is two or how is two or how that's going to work this weekend. But overall, they um, obviously – are uh, happy with the things that are going on. But, you know, again, they're not going to give you a whole lot. I, I would suspect 
that the uh, they could get a bo- they could get a boost with Cosme at guard potentially, but we'll see. We'll see if that's the way it goes this weekend. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, man, I got some exciting news on the left hand up. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, plus some more calls three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Uh, some more sensitive Twitter uh, to get to as well. It is Burgundy Gold today here on the Team Nine Eighty streaming live on the free. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast those haters can't stand us left hand up who are we the commanders commanders yeah but that so Big 57 just announced on Twitter. They're super excited to tell you guys, me and Unk, are going to be performing the next two games. That's right. Much love to all the support and the critics. We appreciate the organization fan base as well. Big, big thanks ahead for you guys. Thanks to all. So there you go. In the next couple games, so they're going to get rid of the, the slow knockoff of the hill, the Redskins, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> 
that everybody was so mad about the Hail to the Commander song that um, people were complaining about this season. I can never. I don't think I ever actually heard it in the stadium. By the way, I, I don't. I just think I heard it online. I don't think I ever actually noticed it in stadium because the press area. It is like the, the dang. You don't hear anything through the windows like that, unless you're out on the concourse. All right, we're gonna get back to some calls. You heard uh, from Ron Rivera. You heard. Um, you know he's not giving away state secrets. I. I that's fine. I don't think he should, but. Certainly people want to know, like, what is the plan for this week? Um, do you have any concerns about your rushing defense after last week? You know, team that also will, you know, have a quarterback that can move on, a, you know, get out of his own way. Pretty good runner. He's been a great runner against this team in years past. And obviously a, a sensational running back. Now, they don't have the host of running backs. The, the Falcons had, a, like, a nice variety of backs. I think that's what you would say about them. I liked Algier. I like the guy Caleb Huntley. I don't think he gets nearly enough work. And they, you know, again, on the most important play of the game, decided to put it in their quarterback's hands. Thank God. I mean, you know, these are the things that we talk about, the difference between being 7-5 and five or 5-7 five and seven or, you know, 4-8 and eight or whatever the heck the other number would be. Just, like, sometimes, you know, you, give a, you, get, a, you get a little help, you know. As the great late Ken Beatrice used to say, more games are lost than one. You're next. That's true. And it, and it feels like that sometimes, and it's okay. It's okay to take it. Don't get overly sensitive. My man, Jay Rube, uh, expo- reminding me, and he's right, and uh, you know, I got, I'm old, man. Uh, they did come back in a game down 11 with Taylor with, against Green Bay in the, in the second quarter, remember? And they were down by nine in Indy, and, yes, they did come back to beat Sam Ellinger. Anyway, I don't know if that's a resume builder, but you're right. No, they did have a couple of late game ones there. That's true. But the beauty about being down by Green Bay, let's be honest, and that was with 11, you know, that was in the second quarter, was they did not, they got a quick strike score, which helped. But then they were able to stay with the run, which has always been the bugaboo uh, for not just Scott Turner, but for a lot of offensive coordinators, right? Like, they get down and they get freaked the frick out. I mean, by the way, down two scores, you know, 11 is just, you know, it's not a big deal. It's two scores, right? Extra point or excuse me, a two-point play and a field goal ties it. I mean, it's – and again, if we were playing soccer or baseball or basketball, you'd just say you're down a couple buckets. But, man, it's football, so we count by sevens. And we're like, oh, my God, they're down 14 nothing. It's like really two scores, right? As long as it's not – as long as you have enough time in the game, that's all that should matter. But, I mean, like 14 to nothing. If they scored it like other sports, would we, like, have the same response to it? Or would the coordinators panic as much as they do? I don't know. Just something to think about. Food for thought, if you will. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We'll get back to some um, of these. There's some interesting stuff about the Giants that we should get to probably. Uh, again, tomorrow we'll get to more on the Giants. Doc Walker will be back in the house tomorrow with me. Uh, we will also um, obviously you know, talk a little bit more about what it's going to take uh, over this next stretch beyond just the Giants. Giants, you know, the rest of the NFC. I mean, I, I do think there is a conversation to be had here about why you know some of us are okay with talking about how they need to do better or need to play better offense because the NFC ain't that great i mean it's okay to say that in poor english like i just did it's okay to say that it's it's okay to want to be more than 7 and 5 uh it's okay cuz the roster's good and i have been saying that from the beginning of the season even when they sucked i was saying the roster's better than it's achieved and, I, and a lot of that was me pointing to the coaching staff and some of the the personnel decisions they had made 
But now that some of these things have been sorted out for them and some other players have played better, they look smarter and the, and the roster looks better. But it was a good roster from the jump. Best roster they've had. And there's a lot of weapons. I mean, there's a lot of guys getting wasted right now. Let's be honest. I mean, I mean, Jonathan Williams comes in, you know, he's the third back on this team. He comes in, gets you, you know, first down automatically on, on Sunday in a key spot in a drive. There's guys like him. I mean, Jahan Dotson's been a witness protection over these last few weeks as he's come back from this injury. Um, he's still here. You know, Curtis Samuel's kind of in, eh, not nearly as used as much. So there's other gears. I mean, there's other levels to this thing, um, you know, if you keep peeling it back for people to want to get greedy here. So it, it's an okay conversation to have. It's, you know, we're not talking about your kids here. Please. Uh, Little in D.C., what's happening? Man, look, let me tell you. Thank you for taking my my call. Look, let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you how you stop this read option, man. Yes. And I'm, you know, they may have to take a penalty. I'm gonna tell you now. <laughs> if I if I was on the field, okay, I'd be escorted out of the stadium. But look, once you soften them ribs up, man, or that that quarterback, well, whether we hand it off or not, yeah, whether we give it, whether we give it up or not. Yeah. Man, you got to you got to put that face mask up in this in that grill. I'm not his grill right. up in that rib area. Yeah. And he'll think about he'll think about keeping that ball. Trust me on that. Look, man. I hope the defense hear this, man. Look, put that put that face mask on his ribs a couple of times, man. Whether we hand it off or not. God bless y'all. Stay up, man. All right, buddy. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> you know what? Remember, it was Cincinnati. It was Cincinnati in 2012 when Robert Griffin was a quarterback, and they were doing some crazy stuff at that time, right? Unheard of stuff with a quarterback. But that game was in, was particularly crazy because they put in light Brandon Banks, right? It was Brandon Banks, I believe, was in the backfield, right? And they were running like the old school option like Oklahoma used to run. And the Bengals were just like, screw it. We're going to pound the quarterback every time. Like we're and then they then that's when Washington came up with the thing. Hey, put your hand, you know, put, you know, put your hands up like you're giving up, Robert. After you flip a ball, so they can't pound you. But the Bengals took some liberties with Robert in that game, Robert Griffin the third. And that man, that was the one that was like the wake up call for me. Like, oh crap, you, you got to be kidding me! You can't keep doing this. You're gonna get this guy murdered uh, if you keep playing him like this. And they did, man. And he he took some hits. But remember, I mean, when they are running. The zone read. It is a, you know, all all bets are off, man. You're a runner. I mean, once you get out of that pocket and you're running, unless you're gonna, you know, slide, you know, like a baseball player, you're you're live, man. You, they can treat you like they treat everybody else. So he's right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. If you get a free shot in, you know, and yeah, they might call it anyway, even though they shouldn't. If he's a runner, even if he just flips it, you can, you know, depending on how close you are, you can take a free shot. You see it sometimes. It always blows me away, too, when these quarterbacks and these, some of these design, like, you know, jet sweep action you see now these days and ending around, and the quarterback comes out and tries to lower his shoulder into a blocker. Like, like some of these safeties and, and corners just don't – or um, linebackers just don't just, you know, obviously put the guy into the end – you know, put the guy into the ground. But I guess they, they don't want to get fined. I mean, because you don't know how the refs are going to handle it. I mean, you could be perfectly in the right and you could still get penalized for it and they would still fine you because it's a quarterback. But there is that part of it as well. All right, if you're um, – let's see. Sam Cosme said if he'd play uh, – a few minutes ago, Sam Cosme said he'd play guard on Sunday if Trey Turner's out. Mentioned uh, a few weeks back that at least in short term, the best five option, Lucas and Cosme together, 
Uh, some see Cosme best at a tackle. We'll see. This was uh, Ben standing a few minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, the be- you know, sometimes they say just get your best five people, right? Your best five people, and he's one of them. And this weird thing they've been doing, and it's actually worked. It's you know, they say weird just because it's unconventional. I don't, I'm not dogging him for doing it because it's actually worked. But where they've been rotating the the tackles, Cornelius Lucas and uh, Sam Cosme at the right tackle. I mean, they literally exchange possessions. Like, okay, you got first, you know, Lucas is a starter. Cosme comes in the net second possession. Then Lucas comes in the third, fourth, you know, so on and so forth. So they've been doing this thing. So this would be um, obviously a chance for him also to stay on the field the entire game. I just didn't think it looked good when Turner went out the second time. Just my view from behind the commander's bench, watching the, watching what was going on on Sunday. It did not look particularly encouraging to see him come out that second time. Remember, you're again, you're on adrenaline and all that stuff and feeling good, but didn't look good. He took the initial injury, came back, but re-aggravated it or whatever you want to call it, and then once again had to come back out. So that was uh, unfortunate to see because he's been really good for them. I mean, he's been uh, really good over these last few weeks after being not so good in the beginning. But you talk about screen game, you talk about some of these things that haven't worked, you put Cosme out there, a little bit more athleticism, it could work. And by the way, I mean, I, earlier we were talking um, on the phones, I think it was Sabah was saying about the screens being so tough, but this team screens tough because they're not good at it. I mean, and they don't have the athleticism for it. I, I think the bigger – I mean, Andy Reid runs screens, no matter who his quarterback is, no matter who his linemen are. I mean, he can figure it out. I mean, some coaches can scheme it up and do it. And this is, you know, and he's he was great at it in Philly with a variety of quarterbacks, a variety of receivers, a variety of running backs. This team, not so much. This team, not so much. I'd like to see them because they have backs that can catch a ball and are really good when they get ahead of steam. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Uh, we'll get to some few more calls before we get out of here. It's Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson with you, Team Nine Eighty, streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. <laughs> All right, back here. We're getting gold today. It is the uh, Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Doc Walker will be back in this uh, the air chairs with us tomorrow. It means there'll be no variety of music. Do you remember that? Just remember that, Michael. Um. <laughs> Hypnotize all day long. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, you know, I hear it in my sleep now because of him. I mean, I get, you know, that's his thing. I, I don't care. Uh, but, you know, every once in a while you got to hear some something different. Every once in a while, I get to hear something different, especially Jay-Z. Have I talked about how much I love Jay-Z and, uh, and Amazon recently? All right, the uh, commander's first injury report is out, uh, and defensive uh, end Chase Young was limited today. Of course, they were inside the bubble on the turf. So, listen, if they're going to be scared of him on turf at this point, then don't play him on Sunday, right? I mean, there's just no chance he's playing on Sunday, if that's the case, if that's why. Or maybe there's something else here. But, anyway, limited today. Antonio Gibson uh, also limited today with the foot injury. And he was not used a ton on Sunday. Remember, he only had 12 touches, nine carries, um, the three catches as well. He's still the team's leading rusher in terms of yardage. He's had more explosive plays um, than Brian Robinson, although Brian Robinson this week was much more explosive. It was good to see. Uh, he really got after it. And I think it feels like each week he's the buildup for him. And it's only going to help the running game. But there's going to be some games where it's going to be a Gibson game, right? It, not a Robinson game. But, man, he is like the meat tenderizer. He goes in there and just wears people out, and it should help uh, when they change backs. All right, Dax Milne was out again uh, this past week. They ran Alex Erickson back there on punt return. 
and kickoff return um, was still held by Gibson, obviously. I got to be honest with you. At some point, I got to see Dodson back there. I mean, especially if he's not going to get used as much as a wide receiver right now because of the 37 runs a game. I mean, you got to, you know, put the kid back there. I mean, if anybody who saw him collegiately at Penn State return a punt, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, he just, he's got that it factor. I mean, he, he catches the ball cleanly. He's got great hands. He's not. You know, remember it was a really awful game um, when the commander or the Washington Redskins, excuse me, uh, at FedEx put Deshaun Jackson back for a punt against the Cowboys. Remember, and he like just he muffed it. It was a disaster. It ended up being a, you know, but it was like I just remember how crazy everybody was when he got back there because usually he was like amazing at it, and he just it just was a complete disaster. Uh, but sometimes he would like scare you with the way he'd come up to a punt and like how to try to handle it. I, I don't. Feel that watching Dotson and again collegiately. It's not the NFL, but at some point they got to let my man loose on that. Um, Trey Turner also did not practice today. We mentioned that earlier. And Larson, Tyler Larson, the center, and Logan Thomas limited. But Logan Thomas was limited last week with ribs and still played. So there you go. That's today's uh, quick little practice report for um, the Commanders. Here's the other thing. So if they have decided that Cosme is a better option at guard than than Sadiq Charles, which is interesting. Because Sadiq Charles played a little bit on Sunday um, in relief, obviously. He had to uh, come in when the first and second time when Turner went out. So that's interesting. So he would be like one of the swing guards. I don't think there's any way. If they just started the clock on Schweitzer, I don't think there's any way he would get back out on the field this week. That's just my two cents. It would seem to be Pretty close to impossible. I would think you would see him after the bye week at the earliest um, that that would happen. That is good, but it is good if they can if if Cosme can come in and play well, then he gets Schweitzer back. Gives you some options. I mean, definitely as the coach loves to say, and he just did a while ago the old position flex. You know, at this point of the season, like the thing you just kind of hold your breath about. And every team's like this, and this is how you feel. It's just like just. Just hope that you know there are there are no more losses. Like there's more gains than losses at this point, and it you know with this late buy, it, it feels like it actually has worked out fairly well for them because they have not had big, huge losses they could not overcome to this point with injuries, and they're you know here we are a week away from this buy. You know it, they're getting people back as well. You know. Obviously, Chase Young, you know, maybe Schweitzer soon. You know, those that's that's important. Uh, even if you got to sit some people out this week to get to that bye, to get that extra time, you know, talking about St. Jude's, who was not there today, you know, do what you have to do. But certainly prefer to have him. But like has been mentioned over and over, there are not a ton of, like, over these next few weeks, teams that scare you to death passing the football. Now, I do think I'd like to have – as much as the full strength as you can by the time you get to the Niners, because I do think they scheme some stuff that's confusing and that, you know, can be spectacular at times, even though Jimmy G's not the greatest. So, anyway, they can, uh, yeah, they, they've got to uh, get through this week, hopefully, knock on wood, fresh and safe. And then, you, you know, you're going to come out of that bye week with a pretty close to uh, strong, you know, health wise team that you've had in a while. They do have to survive uh, MetLife Stadium first. Man, that place. Not been super good this year um, in terms of uh, player health. 
All right, 301 to join us here on Burgundy and Gold today. Uh, we will, by the way, uh, have the Hoffman Show coming up at 3 o'clock here on the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, so tomorrow we'll get more into the Giants stuff with Doc. There perhaps will be Giants guests as well to uh, discuss what has got them going. I mean, they got off to a fast start, but since then it has been three or four losses. Um, lost eight of their li- last nine, if you want to go back to the last couple seasons that they played in December and January, but those were Joe Judge teams. I, I don't know if that's really fair. But, you know, just like we say here, you know, certain times of year where you're better when you're not with Ron Rivera, but, th- you know, again, this is Joe Judge. Brian Dable's a brand-new coach. He's a he's a guy who's obviously very innovative. He's didn't necessarily pick Daniel Jones. It was kind of picked for him, and he's made it work. I mean, you got to give him credit. He's coming there as a first-year coach and done some really good things. Now, do I think they're built to last the way they're currently constructed? No. But you got to respect the guy who, again, year one as a head coach, bunch of people, new staff, first time together. You know, Wink Martindale is a badass on the defensive side. You know, came in here and to this point, to milk as much out they have of this team, um, you know, been impressive. I mean, it really has. And a few weeks back when this team wasn't doing well and there was the the woe is Ron time when he started talking about all the teams that have been together and all these other things. And, you know, everybody's like, well, what about Brian Dable? And then, then it was, no, 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 the quarterbacks. I'm saying the teams that are quarter. Like, well, uh, they don't like Daniel Jones. <laughs> I mean, th- it doesn't make sense what the Giants are doing necessarily. They've won, you know, they won close games early. They beat the Ravens, um, you know, beat the Titans early, they beat some other – I mean, some teams you wouldn't think. Now they've gotten their self bludgeoned when they play the Cowboys twice. They still got to play Philly twice, obviously get the Commanders twice. So, you know, there's some tough times ahead here. But they have at least kind of an identity of what they're trying to do each week. They have that, and it's very similar to what Washington's trying to do. They're trying to run, trying to shorten the game, trying not to be stupid, uh, play good defense. And, you know, let the chips fall where they may there. And we've seen it. I mean, Daniel Jones doesn't make a lot of sense, but he loves playing this team. Loves playing this team. I'll right, we'll get to the numbers on that coming up before we get out of here. Uh, Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here. Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, back here. Burgundy Gold today, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback, is 19-29 career as a starter. That's including a 7-4 start this year. Uh, that In his career, he's 4-1 against the Washington franchise, which means like 19% of his wins <laughs> have come against this team. Or, excuse me, 21% of his wins have come against this team. Uh, so far in his career, which is wacky. Uh, nine touchdowns, three picks, got a 100 quarterback rating, 68% passer against commanders, a career 63% passer. Uh, he's uh, rushed for 218 yards in those five games and a touchdown as well, 7.7 yards a game. You may remember the game last year at FedEx Field. It was a week two game. It was wild. It was crazy. Washington won it 30-29 uh, to 29, thanks to a extra shot at a field goal for Dustin Hopkins. Uh, who was eventually cut, but that was like really the first like sign of oh crap, this guy is really struggling. Been pretty good in uh, in L.A. with the Chargers before getting injured this year, but that was a uh, that was a weird game, really weird game. Fun game because you won it, you would have hated it if you lost it, but it was a uh, it was a back and forth for sure, and there was some explosive plays. Taylor Heineke was slinging it. That was back on the slinging at Taylor Heineke days. He was throwing for three hundred thirty six yards a game. Yeah, you remember that, do you? Two TDs in that game as well. Also, uh, in that game, uh, Antonio Gibson at 69 yards rushing. The last game of the season was pointless because that was when Joe Judge was running a quarterback sneak on like a second down or like a third and 15 or something crazy. You remember that? That was pretty much the end of him, that game. That ended him. That was with uh, the quarterback from Georgia, whose name I can't remember now. Anyway, it was not a pretty team. Yes, Jake Fromm. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, Jake Fromm. God, he sucked. Uh, let's get to Rick in North Carolina. What's happening? Okay. Hey, Rick. Hey, what's up? Man? How buddy. you doing? Good, man. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Scott. Uh, I, I agree with your uh, uh, opinion about uh, Jahan Dawson, man. I mean, why why can't we have him running back uh, uh, punts? I mean, because you got to get him on the field. It's like he's not going to be utilized as Taylor as, as a quarterback. Him and Dawson. I mean, Dobson and Deion Brown, I feel like they're going to, you know, they're not going to be optimized at their fullest because of their quarterback situation. But, you know, put put, put Dobson back to run. Let him run back some punts. I mean, he's more dynamic than Mill, and I'm sure he can give us a little bit more. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see him get more opportunities, more chances, get the ball in his hand. Yeah. What do you think? No, I'm with you, man. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, like last week, they, um, yeah, he was running in motion a ton. I mean, one, so one of our callers, I wish I remember who it was, made the joke that <laughs> he was getting a cardio day. <laughs> but it really was. I mean, he was all over the place. You know, I think he had one target, which was that, that interception, which, you know, I mean, was that a target? I don't know. Uh, that he was, was the only play that he was sort of involved in. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, you got to do something with these guys. I mean, nothing wrong with Erickson back there. I mean, if you just want somebody to fair catch it and, you know, do the safe thing. But if you're trying to make a play, if you're trying to get field position at some point, I just think you got to think about it, um, you know, maximizing, like you said, a, a talented player. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, unless they're still concerned about the hamstring, but I mean, it's been like three weeks back already for him. I mean, it's been three weeks, four weeks back. This will be fourth. I want to say the fourth week for him. I just like to see the guy get his hands on the ball. I mean, we know what he can do. He's a big time playmaker. Um, that's why he took him in round one. I mean, you drafted him in round one for a reason to you know utilize him. 
And, man, those some of those punt returns, I think it's the one against Maryland that's really sick. Um, or was that just the receiving game? Maybe I'm misremembering. Anyway, he's – yeah, he's he needs to be involved. How about that? He needs to be involved some way. If you're not going to be able to get him involved in the offense – beyond being a decoy and, you know, confusing people, let's put him back there on special teams and let him return him. So he's got 14 catches, 170 yards, four TDs. Of course, all that pretty much is prior to the injury. The set hit him aside for multiple weeks. Uh, he has been back since the Philly game on Monday night. So he'd missed pretty much all of October. He got hurt in the Dallas game in Dallas. Pretty much missed all of October. And early part of November, came back in midway through November, played the three games. So this will be game four coming up for him. Yeah, and I was correct. He was targeted just one time this past weekend. But, yes, this is what I'm saying. So three targets for him, two catches, 27 yards since he's been back. Yeah, I mean, I think you want to get him involved. And, again, Samuel wasn't very much part of it last week either. Um, just think, you know, it makes you better. Thanks for the call, Rick. I think it makes you better uh, more you can get your playmakers involved. More you can get those guys out there. And he did get a, I guess they ran him on a reverse or jet sweep, however you want to look at that, against the Gi- against the uh, Texans a few weeks ago. I mean, if you can let him do that, I mean, clearly you're not scared of his hamstring, so actually let him, you know, catch up on. But they brought Erickson up for the weekend, this past weekend. He handled it in the wet, and maybe, you know, maybe they're okay. They don't want to put too much on the rookie's plate. I'm not sure. But to me, I, I kind of thought part of the equation was when they when they uh, drafted him was that they were going to let him be part. You know, that was going to be part of the repertoire of things that they wanted from him. But he's, you know, it's, it's tough, man, because he was on a roll. And again, him and Carson had a great relationship. I mean, part of that, you know, for him was getting all that time with Wentz because Terry was, you know, not around during the offseason due to the contract. And, you know... The, and immediately, obviously, with Taylor coming in there, you know, Dotson's out. So he did, him and Terry just picked up where they left off. And Samuel had some really good games, too. They were just slowly but surely getting Logan Thomas back in the mix in terms of being a receiver. And, you know, they get Gibson. They got a lot of, they got a lot of problems. They're not going to – look, and I get it. Every week, everybody's not going to be happy. Everybody's not going to be, you know, fed. But you got to at least, like, if you don't get it one week, like by the next week, you got you certainly got to – Try to find a way to get those players involved because especially him and him and Samuel can really be game changer kind of guys for sure. So I'd like to see maybe this week a little bit more of that. I think Gibson has been a huge plus though on the kickoff returns. He's aggressive with it. He's you know he's not afraid. I would you know hopefully one week he breaks one. So that's just like stealing points when you score in special teams. Because so many teams just don't even try to do it anymore, which also hurts your ability to cover kicks, right? Because nobody gets the real practice of covering kicks anymore because nobody wants to return them. I mean, everybody's waving, you know, like doing the like the no good sign every time the kick, all these, these guys walk out. I mean, in college, they don't return that many anymore either. There's just not that many opportunities. I mean, they do call it three phases of the game for a reason. I mean, take advantage of it when you can. That's why... You know, the Patriots, as limited as they seem to be at times, have been able to win this year. I mean, they won a game this year strictly off of a return. I mean, it is where the hidden yards are. It's where, you know, you get a little bit of an edge and field position throughout. And wait, again, this team's playing. And the Giants are in the same boat. Like, when you're playing, you know, in a lot of ways safe, you know, to try to play 
you know, more of a ball control game and you're not taking as much risk, you know, every little inch counts. Every little yard counts. All right. Thanks to everybody who joined us today. Uh, got heated at times. That's all right. It's okay, man. It's cool. Uh, thanks to Fred Samut for joining us and stealing my material and bringing it to me. I'll, you got to respect the guy who steals something from you and then put it on you like it's his. I mean, that's why I, me and Fred are so so good. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Michael Marr for producing. Uh, the Hoffman Show is uh, coming up next. We'll be back with you tomorrow with the old man Rick Doc Walker, uh, the member of the Hogs and the Fun Bunch. A lot to get to. Uh, Get ready for the Commanders and the New York Giants. Two seven-win teams. Plenty of high-stakes action this weekend. you got to love it. Giants third place, Commanders are in fourth, and, of course, the bye week after that. I'll just say this. If they don't win on Sunday, it's going to be a long, long two weeks. To wait to the flex game, whatever it is, is it the 17th, is it the 18th, whatever the heck it ends up being, it's going to be a long wait for this town uh, and for for that team, if that's the case, and for people doing talk shows. All right, thanks to everybody for joining us. Uh, we are out of here. The Hoffman Show is next year on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.